back after a unintended interruption of Fishing Without Bay, a lifetime without definitive expectations. Hi, as always, I'm still Jim Ellermeyer, and I'm still a behavioral health therapist. And today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about an interrupted journey and how it was dealt with. We're, we're not going to go through uh, a blow-by-blow description of what, what happened, Mike. What we're going to do is we're going to say, like we always say on this program, what we did about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, uh, and it's it's good to be back on. I don't think I've been I've been co-hosty because we had a lot of guests even before our, our sabbatical here. Uh, so it's nice to be back on the show with you having a conversation. So sometimes life is like going bankrupt very slowly than all at once. And it's how to deal with the all at once that you're dealing with, as we often talk about our show, life is neither fair nor unfair. It's how we react to the situation. It's how we deal with the situation. That's what separates us. As we say, the only thing that we have control over is how we react to people, places, and things. Absolutely. I mean, that was a big thing when COVID happened. Like, you know, I didn't want to get into the conversation of why is this happening or is the world handling this well? What are we going to do about the situation in our day-to-day lives? So we always talk about on this show, which end of the horse are you looking at? Mm -hmm. So I was up against some uh, things that shouldn't have been that unanticipated. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, Mike, I've often joked with uh, my patients about, gee, if I took 40% of my own suggestions, I'd be doing a lot better. (laughs) Uh, Kind of proved prophetic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So I was uh, under the care of some uh, medical professionals for a while, some really great people. But I think I handled it a bit differently than a lot of people would. Okay. So I didn't resist. I never complained. I kind of kidded with them that I told them that I could follow good orderly direction. Mm-hmm. Every single person that walked into my room I told them that I was grateful for them. And and, and I, I can't remember a visit to a facility and 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 the nurses said they were fighting over uh, uh, who gets to cover you for the, for the shift. Well, generally, if you treat people with courtesy and respect, mm-hmm. they'll do the same. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm not blowing my own horn, but yeah. They... <laughs> you were very popular from the sounds of things. So. Well, they would come into my room and sometimes they overshared some things mm-hmm. about their own personal life. But uh, mainly, you know what they wanted to talk about? Mm. Tattoos. Ah. Yep. They wanted to show me their tattoos. They wanted to know some of the meanings of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors were, were fabulous people. They had they were active listeners. Good. And to follow good orderly direction and stop being so willful and begin being more willing. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's some people that sit in the uh, hospital and all they do is complain. Mm-hmm. I thought the food was fabulous. Really? I eat by my, I, I cook my own meals. Mm-hmm. So I thought the variety was outstanding. Good. I really couldn't wait for it. Now, I dealt with one disagreeable person when I was there. And the night that I was admitted, uh, I was in this room. And the person, I can't call him a gentleman, uh, next to me 
never stopped complaining, mm-hmm. never stopped cursing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know would just make disparaging comments. That he can say anything he wanted about me, I didn't care. But one night it must have been about two o'clock in the morning, and uh, there was this a nurse came in. Those nurses, those nurses are the front line. Mm-hmm. Their knowledge is incredible. They deal with a lot of stuff, and this guy started to complain and yell. And he yelled at her. He said, get out of the room and never come back in here again. So I'd had enough by then. And I said, you are a most disagreeable individual. You're a bully and you're a coward. And you're disparaging people and you complain about everything. I said, it must suck to be you. And he never said anything to me back. But I called the nursing supervisor and they moved me. That's good. That's good. Because you don't need to be, I mean, that that, that attitude and that, that vibe is so... You know, it, it infects everything around it, right? It festers, right? And if you're stuck with that, uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in in uh, that energy, like, will, you know, you know you'll, you'll feel it and your, your recovery of what you're dealing with is going to be affected by it. It's the environment, Mike. Mm-hmm. It's what, what type of environment do you create? Right. And we're responsible for that. You're responsible for the creating the environment here. Yes. You're responsible for creating the environment at home. Mm-hmm. Most people let the let the, the environment control them mm-hmm. rather than controlling the environment. Mm-hmm. You know how many times does people stay in people places and things that have no benefit for them at all? Right. That are right. negative. You were talking to me earlier, and we were discussing something like, why would I want a job that I hated? Mm-hmm. What type of a return on investment? Would just to just to pay the bills, right? Just to, so the bills won't be a problem, but I'll hate everything else that's happening, right? I had one doctor told me, he said, Jim, if every patient were like you, I'd come to work every day singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they deserve to be treated with courtesy and respect. Mm-hmm. And, and especially you're, you're in a situation going to a hospital, you, your life has been interrupted extensively because you're in for a bit. You know, obviously, we were, weren't around here for several weeks. You know, but we got some great classic episodes. You know, and 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 I can understand why somebody would be so sour about being, you know, quote unquote, stuck in there with whatever the issue is, right? Um, but it is like, and again, what do we always say? You choose how to react. Powerful words, Mike. Mm-hmm. Powerful words. So, I certainly appreciate everybody that uh, thought of me, sent me good wishes, and uh, you and Missy particularly came in to visit me. That was very uh, very kind of you, mm-hmm. very nice. So uh, I can't say, and I'll say where I was, I can't say more about the, the hospital team at Forbes. Mm-hmm. Either I spun the wheel and come up with a team of all-stars, <laughs> but uh, they, were, they were just really great people. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to me and everyone else out there Follow good early direction. Yes, yes. Uh, I, we, the, finally, the kick in the pants. Some, and sometimes you need that little bit of a kick in the pants to make a little bit of a life change that's been... I know you have talked about a life change for a while. And now life, life caught up. He says, hey, this might be the time to do it. <laughs> well, as most healthcare professionals out there might uh, agree with this, mm-hmm. that uh, sometimes we're hypocrites. Mm-hmm. We uh, spout all this great stuff about self-care, and uh, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.
we'll do that tomorrow. So in the 12-step world, we talk about nobody really has a moment of clarity, uh, a clear mind, until in the 12-step world, what we say is beaten into a sense of reasonableness. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, usually I tell people it's not a physical beating. Well, I took it the whole way around. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, you know, most of the time I was, uh, like I told you earlier, being in suspended animation. But here's something I managed to do, Mike. I don't know how much it's further going to further my life. I watched every single episode of Seinfeld. (laughs) So so you watched a whole lot of nothing for the entire uh, time frame. Yes, I did. I watched them all. What did you learn from the from the entire run of Seinfeld? Well, I learned that it was funny. I learned, but however, I learned that they were a group of extremely narcissistic, <laughs> self <laughs> self centered uh, individuals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were aware of it mm-hmm. and didn't care. <laughs> Uh, next, I need I need an assessment of Fraser. This could be a new series where you uh, uh, assess. We talked about this before about doing this with like like maybe wrestling characters or something, where you like assess the characteristics of of the characters in yeah, shows. Well, that's or still in the books. Yeah, and I'm going to date myself now, but a, a forever ago, I think we already dated ourselves with Seinfeld. So <laughs> forever ago, there was a uh, there was a show called uh, Archie Bunker. Yep. Okay. Yep. And he was from. Queens or Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and he was a bigot, mm-hmm. and he had these real opinionated uh, mm-hmm. thoughts about things. I'm not sh- too sure that would play well today. No, no. So you don't see a lot of those uh, reruns uh, on TV. I don't think there is. No, no. And you know, I'm some of Seinfeld's humor, mm-hmm. uh, particularly Jerry's, just casually treating women the serial dating shamelessly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about that and some of the disparaging comments that they would make uh, I don't think that would fly today mm-mm, mm, certainly not however uh, it, the characters on there were pretty fabulous mm-hmm. and uh, yeah Frazier and uh, I'd never seen the Big Bang Theory before and <laughs> uh, I was at a friend's house the other night and he, he Showed a couple of episodes of writing on there is sterling, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just absolutely sterling. So, uh, so what we talk about, we always talk about twelve-step recovery on here, and the ability to deal with what's right in front of you. I had a tough, uh, I had a couple of tough situations mm-hmm. during that particular time, but you know what? In the twelve-step world, here's how we do: we practice a lot of acceptance. Mm-hmm. We go through these steps, we develop, add to, reinforce some type of a connection with a power greater than yourself. We've made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. We've admitted our faults. We've attempted to turn our character defects over again and again and again. We made a list of all persons we had harmed, and we became willing to make amends to them all. And we continue to take personal inventory. And then we and then we continue on our journey to maintenance. 
having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. We try to carry this message to others and practice in all these principles and affairs. We seek through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with the Creator as we understand Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. So if you've done and you've completed all these steps and had this transformation, this change in your thoughts and change in your action, your resentments should be gone. Your bitterness should be gone. You should cease fighting anyone or anything. And we've talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating tonight. The 12-step recovery is not about alcohol or drugs. It's about having a change in your thoughts and about having a change in your actions. So if you're at that place in your life, uh, I don't think anybody in the 12-step world is volunteering mm -hmm. to go to the next world, mm -hmm. but we have no fear of it. I deal with so many people, Mike, that are so afraid of what's on the, uh, if there is another side, if there is anything to the other side, mm -hmm. morbid, morbid fear of death. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you have, have some people like that in your life, too. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we're trying to do is we, we prepare ourselves. So we talk about fear on this show frequently, mm -hmm. that everything we want is on the other side of the fear, and it's the most fundamental emotion that we feel. So the main thing, if we help people deal with that fear, then we get past that, then it's okay. It's all right. And I certainly appreciate, I got a big shout out to the individuals at Forbes Hospital, every single person that came into me. Uh, you know, you hear this stuff all the time. I'm not saying, you know, don't do what I did. You'll end up like I would. That sounds like an old timer at an AA meeting. <laughs> but um, my suggestion is, and truly, take this to heart, never complain about anything. Mm -hmm. Never, <laughs> never judge anyone. Mm -hmm. You know that I have tattooed across my chest to am I the judge. And never, never compare yourself to others. Never compare yourself to others. Never disparage another human being. And be grateful for everything that you have every single day. Most We've talked so many times on this show, Mike, about try, helping people understand what's important. And understanding that most things don't matter. You know, all this mindfulness stuff that we've been preaching for nearly 400 episodes comes to, to clarity and purpose when we're dealing with something that's right in front of us. You know, you and I have talked many times to many guests about the purposefulness of spending your time like currency, being mindful and using those words I choose. But unfortunately, sometimes it takes a uh, mishap, mm -hmm. a speed bump, or a pothole to make us realize that. So the real issue about these things are, is to not, is to make it last, is to repurpose, reboot your life into having these things in your life. What do you think about that, Mike? Uh, no, I think, I think that's, that's exactly it. You know, I think, you know, sometimes, 
you know, we're, we're talking about changing habits on the show, right? And sometimes it is a shock to the system that's needed. You know, sometimes there needs to be a scare. Sometimes it needs to be an intervention. Sometimes it just needs to be, you know, something like that. Like, not to say that everybody, you know, I, I, feel, like, I feel like every story of somebody that's very successful, they hit rock bottom before they got there, right? Like, not to say that everybody needs to hit rock bottom to be better in their lives and how they address it. But there sometimes needs to be a little bit of a of a that shock. Indeed, and I know we're reiterating a lot of things that we've repeated on this show for a long time, but they're they're so real and they're so poignant. And I hope these things never happen to you. Uh, however, we've often talked about the difference between asking for help and accepting help. Mm-hmm. Huge gulf yep. because we may ask for help, but we may only accept the help that we think that we'll do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the ability, we've talked so much, all these things came come into play in uh, this particular sequence in life was acceptance and having an open mind and not having your mind closed to anything. You know, if, if, if the people said, you need to stay one more day. You need to do this. They're not. They're not. They're not doing that just to keep you there. Mm-hmm. They're doing it in your best interests. Mm-hmm. You have to keep in mind. You have to trust somebody, Mike. I'm, I'm not saying follow blindly through the woods, bouncing off of trees, but to make wise-minded choices, and keep in mind that you're going to take in all this information. And for God's sake, avoid Doctor Google. <laughs> right, or or uh, Doctor AI Google right now. Yeah, yeah, that's an that's another episode probably. That's another <laughs> that's another interesting concept. Yes, but uh, I want to thankful for every all my listeners back there. Thank you for you and Missy for hanging in there, and uh, we're back. We're back. We're back in the saddle again. So look for some upcoming episodes. Look for a new roster of guests. I know that I personally have been off of the social media Mm -hmm. uh, promoting our show and our various brands and our various message. However, I'll I'll be back on that. That's a warning, everybody. Um, (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) So we, we do want to warn people. And, and I guess we should say a programming note, uh, we are going to take another week off next week. Uh, we're going to actually roll out episode one in the classic feed uh, to see where we started with this show. So, uh, and then I uh, hope to have something very special here that we're in the planning stages for, uh, for number 400. Yeah, the 400th show. I remember we had a, uh, we had quite a party when we do with our 100th show. Yeah, I think it's well overdue. So. Oh, yeah. As we discussed earlier, I remember sitting when we used to do the podcast down in your basement. Mm-hmm. And after you, we did, we finished, we wrapped up our 10th podcast episode. Mike looked at me and says, well, now we're legitimate. Yeah. Now we actually have a podcast. Now you're a podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's one of my golden rules. So, so that, that was a bit ago. So we uh, certainly appreciate all your efforts and any helpful comments would be certainly appreciated we are open to guests we're open to uh, any person out there who'd like to uh, 
talk about recovery. We always want to promote recovery stories on this show. Uh, to us, in this podcast, everybody in recovery is our hero. Everybody. And that comes from our heart. Every single person in recovery. And everybody is in recovery from something. So, as always, we're going to end this podcast with a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug that television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Please do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Please forgive yourself and forgive another. If we're all not God's children, none of us are. Be good to yourself today and every day. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.